is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Devine. It is NBA Combine time, and Derek has all the details for us on Michigan's prospects. How's it looking for him, Derek? It's interesting. And, and by all the details, I have about you know, 30 seconds of, of information. <laughs> uh, as this is an ongoing thing, this is Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. These things are kind of happening. But Musa Diabate had some stuff come out. He's got under a 30-inch standing vert, but his max vert uh, is 36.5. 7-inch difference. We're What's kinda, your vertical? Oh, uh, you know, probably back in the day, I'd say eh, maybe high 20s. Back in the day. You don't ever, like, measure this stuff in your living room or something? No, nah, You can anymore. do it. We, I, should, oh. I should. I should. I should report back. But he's, yeah. uh, you know, he's an athletic dude. Uh the the least surprising stat, uh, he has the least amount of body fat in the NBA combine. I don't think anyone's yep. shocked by that. Nope. Uh, he's got the third best time recorded thus far, at least, um, of the shuttle run. So definitely, you know, everything but his standing jump is showing, you know, improving what we already know. This guy is, is really athletic. Uh, Eli Brook, not at the combine, but at a, you know, kind of doing some scrimmage stuff with some other players. He's been lighting it up, you know, one of the better shooters, both three and spot up. Also has a ridiculous vert, bigger than Musa Diabate's. And, and, you know, we both remember a couple of highlight dunks. They, they didn't happen very often. Oh, yeah. Eli, but when they did. But they just came out of nowhere. Always like a whoa. You know, everybody <laughs> tweeted about those. Like, Jesus. It could be a game where Michigan was losing and there's nothing good to say, but you tweeted about Eli. Eli oh, was yeah. Throwing it down. Um, and then, you know, you've got the the Caleb Houston rumors that he is a first-round lock. Apparently, a team has, you know, essentially given him a promise. He was not invited to the Combine, and then he was, and then he denied his uh, denied the invitation, you know, probably because he didn't want to, you know, ruin any chances to, to, to go against this, uh, you know, promise. Uh, it was kind of speculated to be unknown for a while and, and then as of I think yesterday or you know just earlier this week uh, apparently it could be a first round pro- uh, promise and you know one of the speculations or one of the teams speculated to be interested is Oklahoma City who has like probably 30 first round picks as they do every year <laughs> after trading away you know guys like Kevin Durant and likes Kevin Durant signed some rounds but you know Westbrook you know, all those guys um, yeah. Serge Ibaka you know a ton of them uh, back in the day, so they're they're picking in the first round plenty of times each year, and and that was one of the teams that you know around the thirty mark or you know late in the first round who apparently is interested, and in, and I guess you know that's kind of where the where the info ends and where the takes start. You know, I've always said you know every time somebody explores the draft, uh, these these NBA scouts, these NBA personnel, these coaches, these trainers, uh, you know whether it's strength shooting, you know whatever coach trainer you have uh they they believe and, and they likely are the the best in the business best in the world at maximizing talent and you know I, I don't think Caleb Houston showed you know Michigan fans a whole lot uh but he is a big wing who can uh shoot the ball really well it just needs to find a way to be consistent uh, needs to learn a way to defend defend and kind of grow into his body obviously age uh really young guy as of now but 
you know, why not? If you've got a promise to go in the first round, you have, you know, no reason to come back uh, to school. Uh, even if you end up signing a two-way contract and doing some time in the G League, you know, there's guys out there that think they'll develop him, think he could be an asset to their team. Uh, you look around, like Duncan Robinson's making big money and getting no playoff minutes. Uh, what, like $90 million, yeah, right? I mean, so at the very least, teams always want shooters. Uh, and Caleb Houston can shoot for sure. Uh, it's just a matter of how quickly the rest of his game develops uh, and how he can, you know, bulk up and mature, you know, not only basketball-wise but, but body-wise. So, yeah, you know, I believe it, and, and I would venture to say that uh, both Musa Diabate and, and Caleb Houston stay in the draft at this point. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're both drafted because, again, I think every guy, you know, the way I look at the draft is you've got probably – handful of studs you know a few foreign players that we've never seen play uh a, a second of basketball speak for yourself and then and then a, i'm scouting that tape i believe you actually you know it seems mm-hmm. like something you would do via the youtubes <laughs> the uh and then i think the rest are just projects not projects in a bad way but you know guys that could you know be really good or, or guys that have just a lot of question marks or ceilings that are high uh, and, and I think that both Musa Diabate and Caleb Houston fall into those categories of, you know, they've, they've got a lot that they could bring, uh, and there are going to be plenty of teams that take a chance on them, that's for sure. I've got it on good authority that the Pistons are looking at Caleb Houston with their fifth pick. That would be absolutely wild. <laughs> Shocker of the the draft i mean it's just i think i think there's pistons fans including myself still recovering from from getting that fifth pick <laughs> i know i think when you have the first pick and you get you get Cade cunningham and you've got like a 14 percent chance to get it again and like a 40 percent chance to go top three and you get your uh your team called before the last commercial break in a 30 minute program it's like whoa what happened there uh-huh uh, people around here are really mad because I, the the Pacers ended up, I think, with the sixth pick, and they they had a a decent shot to to go top three at least. Yep. I ran that simulator. What's it called? The Tankathon. Mm-hmm. First time I hit the simulator button, it gave me the Pacers with the number one overall pick. Mm. Um, I ran it a few more times and it never happened. Then I got bored. I don't care that much about the the Pacers, but yeah. Five, five and six there for our respective teams in the NBA. Um, no, I, I want to clarify. I was totally kidding about the the, the Pistons taking Caleb Houston with that fifth pick. Even though you count me among the the fans of that one, because I don't care about the Pistons. They're, I don't I don't care who the best player is. Take Caleb Houston. You know, keep the <laughs> keep the Michigan to Detroit pipe, pipeline going. I mean, I don't see a reason to stop right now, but yeah, whatever. Uh, since you brought up Duncan Robinson, it, it had me thinking, like, $90 million, you only need to sign one of those things in your life. And I understand it's it's got to be frustrating to not get the playoff minutes you're probably thinking you're going to get. But, like... Do you know where I'm going with this? And it yes. sounds insulting to say it, but are, are you at this point, like it's like you're playing for your next big contract. You, I mean, of course you want it, but at, like I said, you don't need to need to sign one $90 million contract in your life. 
And so if it was me, man, I don't think I could be too upset. I'd be mad, uh, but it would not be terribly difficult to go to sleep, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, and you're in the, the Eastern Conference Finals with a you know, 1-0 lead against the Boston Celtics, and you know you could very well make it to uh, you know, yet another championship game. Uh, you know, went the first one during the COVID year uh, in a loss, but you know, I, I just feel like you know, with that money and, and the chance to be an NBA champion, whether you played 30 seconds or 30 minutes or, or zero, uh, you could be an NBA champion. I mean, Juwan Howard got that ring with LeBron James, and he didn't play a he whole sure did. lot. Uh, so, you know, when you when you look at that, uh, you know, a time comes around if you want to continue playing that you've got to find a way to get some minutes and, and be productive for the next contract. But, you know, like you said, uh, you don't you don't always need that next contract to <laughs> sign for that that kind of money. But, yeah, you know, as a, as a competitor, uh, sure, he'd love to, to be out there. Uh, but hey, you know the Miami Heat are winning uh, with what they're choosing to do, and and uh, yeah, I mean you can't be all that mad about a playoff run. Uh, you know you're obviously still a part of the team, a big part of uh, development and, and the success of the season. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's wild, and and I think the other thing too is it's just crazy. You know, speaking of the NBA, you know there's there's someone on every single team uh, from the University of Michigan. Uh, That's right. Which I think is, is really cool, and and I think also. I was kind of looking at, I don't, I don't remember if it was the Big Ten that tweeted it or, or what it was, but it was kind of like, you know, Big Ten players, uh, you know, likely to be drafted. Uh, and, like, basically, uh, you know, this kind of stat of, like, when the last player was drafted, you know, Michigan was, was obviously 2021, but there were teams on there, you know, Michigan State 2020, I think Wisconsin, it's been since 2015. Uh, Jeez. Just like, you know, you, you look around and um, – I think it was guys at the combine that they were listing, but you look around and there's, you know, uh, got it right here, Ohio State 2018, uh, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, yeah, Indiana 2019, uh, Purdue 2020, or Michigan State 2020, Purdue 2019, just Rutgers 2010. I mean, it's just Michigan's oh, yeah, had, that that makes sense. Yeah, that's the that's the one where you're like, oh, not surprised. <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah, I get it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah, you know, if you've got a, if you've too got got this like apparent lock in the first round, you know, who cares what kind of production I guess he had? The season's over. Like, Michigan is, is sending players to the NBA, and, and there's quite a few right now, uh, you know, representing Michigan well in the NBA. Uh, that's why you've got players that are, are left in the four teams remaining. So, yeah, I mean, John John Beeline started something uh, and got something going that was incredible. Uh, not only in terms of success at Michigan, but you know, players that have developed beyond, and, and likely Juwan Howard will have the same thing going for years to come. Yeah. It, it, so who is um, is it Nick Stauskas? Is he playing with Boston? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And it's crazy that Jordan Poole of, of of everybody is like got the biggest star power right now. He's got. He's always had the personality, you know. Like, like it's when he was at Michigan, if you had said this guy's going to go on to the NBA and, you know, be a, be a magnet for the spotlight. You'd be like, Oh yeah, no problem. It was just like, would he, would he find the right fit? And would his would his game be there? And, and everything's falling into place right now. That's so cool that, that he's the guy, um, that, you know, of all of the Michigan players, um, in the playoffs still, like he's the one people 
are talking about most and and it didn't happen for him right away um but but to see it come together like this it's just been really cool yeah i mean i think everyone's kind of had their their time uh you know nick stauskas has bounced a lot bounced out of the league for a while but he actually ruined uh, i'll never forget i was down in florida living and he ruined lebron's opener uh, when when LeBron moved to, to, to Los Angeles to join the Lakers, Nick Stauskas went off for like over 20-some points in the first half, just wasn't <laughs> missing. I remember a friend uh, tweeting like, who in the heck is this dude just ruining LeBron's debut? You know, Duncan Robinson oh. obviously uh, yeah. you know, had some crazy three-point numbers a season ago. Trey Burks had some huge games, uh, but, you know, been a little bit inconsistent. And Tim Hardaway had some really good back-to-back. He's been a uh, he's been a steady pro. Season. He's been a steady pro. Like. Dealt with some injuries. But, yeah, Jordan Poole right now, out of those names that are that are in the NBA uh, Conference Finals, uh, Jordan Poole definitely the hottest in terms of, you know, talk and, and then obviously play. Uh, he has had multiple 30-point games, really went on a tear post-NBA uh, All-Star break and and really found himself uh, quite an awesome role on a team that's probably one of the most fun basketball teams to watch in NBA history. You know, you've got uh, you know Draymond, uh, Steph, and, and Clay Thompson who've been together forever now, won multiple championships. Those guys alone are good, but when you have another guy in Jordan Poole, either start or come off the bench uh, and essentially be splash brother number three, uh, he's in pretty good hands there, and, and probably you know on the team uh, with the role most likely to win. Uh, you know, an NBA championship, I'd say. Okay, back on the Michigan side for next season. I, I, like, what the heck is is this lineup going to look like? Because um, Hunter Dickinson is staying, but outside of that, you're possibly losing Musa Diabate and Caleb Houston to the NBA. Devontae Jones is gone. Eli Brooks is gone. Frankie Collins transfers. Brandon Johns transfers. I, like this is this is a team that really struggled to find its footing basically all season, and you're overhauling uh, at least your starting lineup and, and a good chunk of the roster now. I, like you're, I know we're so far away and you don't know all the pieces that are going to be there, but preliminarily, are are you just like a little nervous like I am? I don't know about nervous. I mean, again, you got to have some final decisions technically happen before you know for sure but we're definitely going to see a whole lot of you know new pieces I guess uh you know you've got a guy like Jet Howard coming in who's uh you know likely to to get some good minutes uh pretty early uh but you've you know you're you're projecting starting five I guess and in some sense was supposed to be like you said Frankie he you know could have been Caleb Houston could have been Musa Diabate Hunter Dickinson uh, I think Jet Howard was was likely to get minutes, you know, either way. Uh, but now you're you're looking at you know Hunter Dickinson as the sure thing, uh, and there's just a lot of question marks uh, throughout. You got Jalen Llewellyn coming in, uh, who will likely start at point guard. You got Terrence Williams, who could probably start at the four. Uh, Kobe Bufkin, you know, has a chance to start. Uh, you got new guards coming in, uh, like a Doug McDaniel at point guard, but probably you know obviously won't start. Uh, there's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot of question marks. And, and I think that uh, it'll be really interesting to see uh, what happens, especially since there's going to be guys who do drop out of the draft who are also in that kind of transfer portal situation. 
and, and guys that haven't picked a team yet. So if you lose two guys of the draft, that's two open spots. You're going to have to fill them with somebody. Uh, so I think, you know, obviously that roster is far from complete, but I think if you, you know, you lose two guys of the draft plus the other key losses, uh, I think you're, you're looking at a team that, you know, once maybe would have been, you know, a top 10 preseason, uh, maybe even outside of the top 25, because I think, I think there'll just simply be too many question marks uh, with too many new players getting, you know, bigger minutes than ever before. Do you think other fans look at us and, and think we're crazy? Like, where have you been? Because Michigan, for, for so long, was kind of insulated from what's happening now. Like, and, and it had so much to do with just the way John Beeline ran the program is that you, you didn't get the one and done. There wasn't a lot of transfer activity. And I know, um, especially when it comes to transfers, just the sheer number of them out there, like that's that's picked up more in Jawan Howard's time. But there are other fan bases that have been going through this. Like they were the pioneers of this sort of quick turn roster stuff in Michigan hasn't been but has been now more under Juwan Howard do you think they look at us and just think oh this is nothing you're going to be okay there's nothing to freak out about yeah you know probably because I I think it's been a consistent team you know there there are years that you know you thought Michigan would maybe even have a down year that they didn't I think what was so weird is you had all this all these fresh faces and a lot of preseason hype and it didn't really live up into to it at all uh, or even close to living up to it through the regular season, even in the Big Ten tournament, and then you know turn it on at the right time, and so you have all this momentum, uh, and then it almost like you know disappears just like that. Like you know, Hunter Dickinson decides to come back, but you know he he alone you know isn't likely enough for them to just be a top five team automatically. Uh, but I do really think between Jalen Llewellyn and Hunter Dickinson, like I think they have two really good players. It's just a matter of how they fill the rest of the spots. You know, you're either uh, going with freshmen transfers or, or guys who would see an increase in their roles and minutes. Uh, but I think you know Hunter Dickinson's going to take enough attention and, and going to be good enough. I think Jalen Llewellyn will be solid at the point guard position. That as long as you have a guy who can shoot, you know, another guy who can make plays. Or even just you know Mr. Automatic and Terrence Williams, who's turned into quite the three-point shooter. I think you'll be okay. And you know, there's still again, there's still players that you know are on top in the transfer uh, portal list that have not committed. Uh, and I think I think what's so weird about all of this stuff is you have the the deadline to enter enter the transfer portal, but you really don't get to decide, especially if you're you know like a Jawan Howard in Michigan, like you don't know what Caleb Houston and Musa Debate are doing just yet. But I would say sooner than later, we're either going to know that they're staying in the draft uh, and signing an agent like a Max Christie uh, announced for Michigan State, uh, or you'll see a transfer, you know, essentially come into Michigan and you can make the assumption that, hey, you know, both guys can't even come back at this point because there's only one scholarship spot left. So I think movement will happen obviously before June 1, but I think it has to happen by June 1. So we'll, we'll get a better look, you know, say two, three podcasts from now and hopefully uh, won't be as nervous as I think both of us are, you know, looking at, you know, what they have so far right now. Where where didn't you start saying June 1? Like everybody says June 1st. Is this how you say your dates? You know what? There are some months and in, in dates that I think I do 
like you know, I like think would you I, say June ten? No, I, <laughs> June one, April first, July one, August first, September first, October first. Yeah, it's just June and July for some reason. It's like summer. You know? it's what? Like, it's like I'm, it's like I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, taking some time off from from first in the summer. Okay, I that's a little weirder than I had anticipated, but that's fine. Um, before we end things, I want I want to give like a preview of something I'm sure we're going to end up talking about. And that's the possibly eliminating divisions in the Big Ten or rearranging them even. I mean, there's a whole host of possibilities because of some news out of the NCAA today. Um, but I, I just want to get like your, your thoughts quickly and without like getting into too much depth so we can still talk about this later. But I don't, was that something you would support, eliminating divisions? Or would you rather see some kind of uh, like realignment, what would you like to see? Let me keep it really simple for you. Okay. It doesn't matter because nobody's going to be J.J. McCarthy. Okay, thank you, Derek. Yeah, uh, that's a very <laughs> good point. Nobody will be J.J. McCarthy. By the way, uh, reports that he's throwing and healthy and, and doing well. So, you know, it's taking a little longer than uh, than anticipated. Uh, but I think that QB... You all freaked out over nothing. That yeah. QB battle... Uh, controversy is going to heat up really quickly you know I really think he was going through something and they're trying to keep it safe but I think by you know not knowing if he's going to be healthy or not people have really been slow to to have those conversations including us you know Cade McNamara has an NIL NIL deal where he's basically got a you know personal hard knocks into his life uh really yeah I haven't seen it or even know where to watch it but I saw that you know I guess one episode happened it's supposed to be following him through the season as a Michigan starting quarterback like it's it's branded as like you know he's follow along the journey of Michigan starting quarterback like I, I think a competition is gonna gonna heat up I totally pretty quickly here but no back to your back to your question uh yeah I think we're gonna see changes a lot in in, in college sports uh college football especially uh likely to see some big conference changes with with teams uh, you know, joining the SEC, that probably shouldn't be. Uh, but, yeah, you know, if you look at the the East and the West and and how, you know, things have been going uh, and it being so lopsided, I think, you know, either the elimination or even just a change. Again, you know, anything but leaders and legends uh, I'm down for. Oh, um, yeah. But, and, and, and again, you you know, you want to be able to protect the, the right games. Uh, if Michigan plays Michigan State, Ohio State every year, but, you know, maybe takes a break from playing a – you know, a Penn State, uh, and not just saying that because Penn State's, you know, the next likely team to be good, but, you know, I- I'd be fine with that. You know, you don't see Wisconsin every year. You feel like you see them for a lot, and then they disappear. I think it's like, you know, weird eight-year cycles or something like that. Uh, but as long as you can protect a couple of the games, uh, even if they're uh, no divisions, I'm, I'm down with whatever they choose. Uh, you know, no matter what, no matter who you play, you've got to take care of business, control your own destiny, so... Yeah, I expect changes sooner than later, probably not only to conferences like the Big Ten, but you know, likely the the playoff at some point as well. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I, I I don't think I have strong feelings. Maybe I will, like if they announce it, and I'll I'll be like, well, well, that sucks. But um, because this, I mean, I'll just love college football, and and the Big Ten would never, you know, not schedule Michigan with Ohio State, Michigan State. So that's not even something you have to worry about. And, and, and then at that point, I'm like, yeah, just, like, throw them out there. I don't care. Like, uh, draw 
uh, draw random numbers out of a hat. And like, I, it just doesn't matter to me, but we'll leave it there. That's something we'll have to talk about at some point soon, as well as of course, you know, NBA stuff as it happens. So, uh, whether we're back next week or the week after, I mean, I don't know, things get crazy with our schedules. And, um, at this point you think that there would be something to talk about, but occasionally there just isn't, but either way, next time, we're on here. Uh, I'm sure we'll be picking at one of those two topics. So until then, take care out there and go blue. Go blue.